Elizabeth. Candice Antonio. Welcome to our latest episode of Intelligence on the Rock. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Thanks. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Antonio. What are we going to talk about today? Well, today I was thinking that I wanted to start with setting a scene for you. Are you good at visualizing things? Oh, absolutely. Let's let's see what happens. Tell All me. Right. All right. So what I want you to visualize is it's a Monday morning, right? Let's visualize your typical American family home. Couple kids. Yeah. They're going to school, right? Mom gets up, makes the breakfast, makes the lunches. She dresses quite sharply in some, like, what, nice Michael Kors trousers and a Prada top. Who knows? She looks really nice. Gets the kids off to school. Then she has her list of errands for the day. Can you visualize this? Yes, I can. I imagine it already. Okay, perfect. That's a minivan already red, I think. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking more like a white Infiniti SUV. But. Okay, that, that works also. Okay. So anyway, she has a few errands to run. The first one is she needs to go to the grocery store and she needs to pick up various items. So as she's walking into the grocery store, there's a man sitting outside, dirty, right? You can see him. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's got a cup. He asks her, can you help me? And he, he holds the cup up shaking. I'm just trying to get something to eat. She tells him, I'm sorry, I don't carry any cash. Goes into the grocery store and gets what she needs leaves the grocery store, heads over to her dad's house because she needs to bring him red wine and also he likes the sherry that he drinks, right? So she stops over there. She's noticing that her dad is starting to get little red lines uh, around the outside of his nose and she's worried maybe he's drinking too much, right? Okay. Woman goes about her day, goes to exercise class, picks up the kids from school, goes home, makes dinner, helps the kids with their homework. Everything seems perfectly normal, right? Right. All right. So in that story, who do you think has a problem with alcohol? At first glance on the story that you just described and narrated, I think would be the person panhandling. Okay, so definitely the person, because their hands were shaking, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and they obviously, like, didn't have a place to stay. Right. All right, what else? The father. Right, right, because if he has to have red wine, like, every night, and he also likes sherry. Right, yeah, I, th- I think that would be another another suspect on this, on this scene. I think that uh, uh, most of us will think that that's the case. Right, 100%. Mm-hmm. And she even noticed that he's got those little red capillaries that are bursting um, in his nose, which is actually a sign of, of overindulging in, in alcohol. Yes. But what mm-hmm. if I told you that the woman herself was an alcoholic? I will not believe it. I will be surprised. You would? I will. Well, actually, the woman herself is a raging alcoholic. Yeah, total raging alcoholic. Um, You know, wake up in the morning, did everything that needs to be done, ran errands, had a nice car, dressed nicely, but on the side, doing all these things, she was drinking the whole time. Wow, so you cannot tell that she doesn't look like 
She didn't look like one. Yep. She didn't sound like one. She's helping everyone, right? So what does an alcoholic look like? Do I look like an alcoholic, Antonio? No, you don't. What does an alcoholic look like? Well, it's, that's what we're going to discuss today. I, we don't know. We think that we know, but the, actual, the reality is that we don't know. We really don't know. The alcoholics, we are very good at hiding in plain sight. You know, we are camouflaged. Or we think until it's not, right? I always kind of wanted to be camouflage. Right, like a commando thing type of a Rambo it? style. No, not know. like Rambo, like a chameleon, like a lizard. Oh, yeah, I was talking yeah. more about military operation here. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> like uh, blend into the wall. Right, and it. then finish the mission with a martini or something that on there. Oh. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, something yeah, on the rocks. Yeah, I was actually rocks, transforming you know? into like an animal. You're oh. thinking like as a human right. camouflage. Right, right. And actually, that would have been amazing if yeah. I could camouflage myself and my alcohol if I could imagine that. that but we would not be able to survive for that long you know, we well speak. for a while anyway yeah. it worked sometimes I mean all right so so the father in this mm. story well first of all we'd, we'd look at the the homeless guy outside mm. of the grocery store he's got the visible signs of alcoholism it's shaking mm-hmm. right um, and he's obvious. We don't know if alcohol was the cause or mental health was the cause because one of the main reasons people are homeless is because they can't get mental health care, which means they can't get that, so they can't get a job, and uh, beer is cheap, I guess, right? Right. So what visible signs did he have about like, being... Well, he had... Uh what you described was that he was shaking. Obviously, he was uh, malnourished, maybe. We will imagine somebody in that condition, Definitely. maybe malnourished. Um, weather, you know, exposed to the elements, uh, tired. Right. He will look, um, maybe, maybe, um, also desperate on, on his, his or her demeanor. Right. Be, Okay. Will be for please sure. help, please help, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you have or change. They're asking for change, right? They're asking for change, right? right. So, right. But, and I guess I forgot to mention, mm-hmm. you know, that the alcoholic woman told him, yes, I will get you something to eat, and, and you know, not interested. Oh, my teeth, you know. Right, or they, they want, you know, definitely there is another Food problem. is not what they need right. at this point. I thought point, correct. So, so that's a physical sign, but what about the dad? The, the dad was also the science because he's reclusive, apparently. He's, right, not he able, right. he's not able to get out, and he's asking for help to bring him, of all things, alcohol to their house mm-hmm. or his house. There shows some, obviously, physical signs of, of uh, alcohol use, as, as you describe them. But uh, still... Um, I, I, it will, it will be easy to, to say, well, you know, this, this person is not active. It has the signs of what, uh, Some of the signs, right? Some of the physical signs. Some of the things that we will say, oh, yeah, this people, this person is drinking too much, right? So. Right. So if the lady mm -hmm. was to express to one of her friends, oh, you know, my daddy's not leaving the house and he's Mm -hmm. asking, the only thing he's asking for me to bring is this, this alcohol. And when I saw him today, I noticed that his face was a little puffy and that his capillaries on his nose were showing. Then her friend would probably say, oh, wow, maybe you should talk to your mom about that or 
you know, has he ever limited his drinking? Like, because of the physical signs, the friend is going to hop on board that wagon. Right, right. And then what we are doing here, what she, or this person is saying, she's deflecting something that she is avoiding. You know, I am already seeing that. She, you know, she is may mentioning, perhaps she mentioned to her friend, uh, this panhandler person that she, or a homeless person on the street, and then she mentioned her, that. And perhaps at that point, she's trying not to draw attention to her things that you just described, that the alcoholic in story. And that's great. I mean, dead. because that's a an amazing way to pass the book. Right. The point that Antonio and I are trying to make is that Yes, as an alcoholic, you will eventually have physical signs that appear. And who even knows, this lady, she could have tremors, she could be shaking, you never know. Yeah, who knows what is on uh, her drink, you know, on, the, on that drink that she's taking uh, at uh, in the in-between errands. Well, we, we I know, know what's what, in her drink I, because that woman is just like I was. All right, so we, we know it's a decoy that she's having probably some vodka there and some more juice with some... some Absolutely. And, oh, you know what else she has <laughs> in her car? <laughs> Mustard. Mustard. Tell Mustard. Me the trick. Okay, what is well, the let trick? me tell you about the mustard trick. So, you can smell alcohol in your breath, and if you're drinking enough vodka, you can really begin to smell like that. So, if you are ever pulled over, or you have to run in somewhere, and you right. don't have your breath mints or whatever, you just take a big old shot of mustard in your mouth. Okay. And hmm. that will mask, I mean, you're going to Think mm-hmm. like mustard, but I actually remember sometimes like putting toothpaste behind my ear or whatever I had in my car so that I didn't smell. Very creative. <laughs> that would explain a lot of things now, that right? Would explain a lot of things. Right. Ooh, why are the flies flying all around you? Right, you but, <laughs> but no, I mean, very, very very close-minded to think that all alcoholics are going to look like alcoholics. Right. You know, you have this uh, stereotype of the Latin drinker also that everybody at lunchtime will have uh, a small shot of whatever tequila and scotch. Is that true? In some parts, yes, it happens. Hmm. It does happen. But the reality is that as you say, some people control it, and it's just one. Let's say just two shots. What say? Okay. But you will never guess that the policeman that is about to stop you is the alcoholic. You know, the guy that stopped you and is about to grab you a ticket or your doctor that you go to your uh, appointment and he is or she is the one with the problem. So we never know that thing. I remember, you know, a small story. One of my employees about 10 years ago, he came to me and say, hey, uh, I'm not feeling well. Can I go home today? He says, okay, go home. And he continued to do that, you know, three days in a row. Mm-hmm. And I did notice that first he came in a car, second he came in a motorcycle, and the third one he came in a taxi. And, <laughs> said, and, and I said, what happened to your car? So, well, you know, I was getting out of the office and da-da-da, he crashed the car. And, mm-hmm. and then the next day, say happened to the motorcycle. So that was quite obvious that, you know, in three days, he had a wreck of, he wrecked 
all his vehicles. Wow, I'm surprised he came back to work though. Right, but then at that point, he's when he says, you know, I have a problem. Says, and I, at that time, I didn't knew I had a problem. Right. I didn't knew. You're still not sure. I, I'm still not sure. No, you didn't. Well, I didn't. I, did. I was an alcoholic, but I didn't know I was an alcoholic. See, right. that, that's the thing. Right. Because I didn't you. look like an alcoholic. And my employer didn't look like an alcoholic until until he had that final accident or incident that he said, I cannot even walk. Wow. And it's not because of his injuries. Wow. Yeah. So, yes, we don't know. We will never know how or who will look like that. But, but so, okay, that's true. So we've got this woman, right, mm-hmm. who, or, or me or you. All right. So what is the difference between, I know we were talking about like sporting events last time and you were talking about the Super Bowl and I was saying how that's when I got sober and when it was in Houston and you were saying, oh, but I did the music and blah, 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 blah. So sporting events, for sure, um, especially you being a guy, um, that's the place where you meet up with your buddies and you have big drinking festivals. Absolutely, yes. Right. So you got somebody who's doing that two or three times a week, right, versus like somebody who only occasionally, well, not even versus. What about those guys? What about those guys that, that heavily drink when they get together with their other guy friends? Are they alcoholics? Now that we put in perspective, it was just probably binge drinking, and it was just for the sport event or the, or the reunion, and they may have even blackout, but then nothing else until the next reunion, you know, maybe two weeks, three weeks later, then it will repeat. But in the meantime, this these uh, bodies will be just fine. They could, they could stop. They, they could can stop. stop. But blackout drinking is never normal. Uh, yeah. It is never normal to have a blackout. And like, I'm just saying, if you're drinking enough to have a blackout, even, even myself. Now I've met a lot of blackout drunks. I've met a lot of drunks. Um, but I, and there were many times I would wake up and not remember exactly what had happened the night before, but I, I never like wondered where my car was, but the difference between heavy drinkers and alcoholism, it it is, it is literally like a physical and psychological, like you have to have alcohol in order to leave. You need to drink. Yes. And it actually affects like something in, in your brain to where, Food is not important. Nothing is as important as drinking. Right. Yeah. Even though myself and you, you you know, you had a kid, you like, I'm sure you did lots of great things, not just having a kid, but um, from the outside looking in, I'm sure that you really didn't come off as an alcoholic. Yeah. You know, the reality is that even even my wife, being a, a healthcare professional, she didn't notice it. She didn't notice it until the very end. It was it was a suspicion, but you can still say whatever. The same thing. I have an allergy. My contacts. Uh, stress at work. This is my first one. That was my tip. I only had one, mm-hmm. right? That's that was what I would say. So you just must be very tired. Yeah, I was right. tired, and I needed to leave me alone for a little bit at my office at home, or I'd be fine. And I well, it was fine until. It wasn't, right? right. It's so, fine until it's not fine. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. You never know. You never know. You can't tell. And then there's some people that are supposed to see, and then we come, become so good at hiding it that they don't even notice it. Yeah, until, quite skilled. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we we are masters of our destruction to ourselves on that point. You know, work for the CIA or something. Right, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a disguise. Yeah. But you know, if like I, I knew a long time before I even started having physical addiction, I knew that I had a problem because I didn't drink like regular people. I also knew that I had a problem, but uh, I did not confront it. I thought it would go away. I thought it was a transition of, it was just in the meantime, you know, well, well, something else happens, you know, it was just complete denial of it. Uh, I remember one time my sister mentioned something, hey, what is this about? And I did say what a good professional alcoholic would say, don't worry about it, I got it under control. Right. I remember telling her, don't worry, it, it's, I was just stressed uh, uh, and it's, it's fine, you know, I, I did the fake thing of throwing away the bottle or what say you, right? The uh, yes, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, watch me, you know, boom, and watch off it goes. You know, saying, I say with my wife, you know, don't worry about it, you know, I hate this thing, blah, blah. And, <laughs> off, and off it goes to the trash can, right? Yeah, And then, 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 then you also become a professional doctor driving that, you know? Oh, so. man, really? Really? Oh, let me tell you. Really? Uh, the liquor store, I used to hit up different liquor stores around my neighborhood, you know, to keep mm -hmm. up appearances. Um, so I wouldn't just go to the same liquor store. And in the case that there was one time I was just too damn tired mm -hmm. to drive to a different one, I had forgotten also, you know, that I had been there the day before. So I went back in to get two handles of vodka. She was like, wow, you having a party or something? And I was like, a big one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We yeah. are having such so a big party. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah, it happened to me. Yeah. I, for me, it was the same day. I started at 10 in the morning as oh. soon as this place. And then by 2 p.m., I said, what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, we had uh, this big project that we just finished and we're running down. Low on this. We're running low. On. Running we don't. We don't want the cruise to be, you know, dry. Says you know how they get. Says sure. There it goes. You know, really. But actually, I had a kind of account. I have a tab open. You know. Uh, uh, yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That was bad. Yeah. That was bad. That was bad. I myself, as a regular patron of liquor stores, did not have a tab. I remember, like, I used to, I used to, I think I told you this before, that I would, I would read all about, like, alcoholics, and, and I went in one place because, uh, to talk to the counselor, um, because I was doing little things to appease my family, mm -hmm. like, like you did, and I went into this place in Montrose or whatever, and I was talking to the guy, and, and I was telling him, definitely, you know, probably an alcoholic, and, and I said, I go to different liquor stores, and he's like, oh, yeah, I used to do that, and I was like, but then you stopped, or what? He goes, oh, no. They figured it out, and I just just kept going to the same one, you know? And I was thinking, wow, that is so brazen. Yeah, that's hardcore, right? Like, that is hardcore. Yes, I mean, I had a whole relationship with the liquor store lady. Literally, I was friends with her, like... You know, knew all about her daughter, and and I mean, I one of the first times I didn't drive, you know, went in, but I wasn't ready, and I went back, and she was like, "Oh, where have you been?" I said I was in Europe, but this last time, you know, I guess she has no idea what happened to me, and it's fine. Yeah, I think that uh, on that, I, I think we, we excel at uh, evading that truth, the the fact that is we don't want to get caught. We don't want to get caught. 
And so, and telling you, we really don't know what an alcoholic looks like, do we? No. Oh, wait a second. Look in the mirror. Yeah, that just looks like me. It looks like me, too. Right. Wow. Wow. And that's interesting how, how we... We're never going to be normal? I think so. <laughs> I think that we're not, But there is hope, right? But, but it's possible to be functional without alcohol. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, be on. we'll see you soon. Toot my own horn, but I thought that was a pretty good episode. How about you, Antonio? Yes, it was great. We talked about a lot of interesting things, and I hope that uh, you like it. Me too, and I hope that you'll tune in next week for Intelligence on the Rocks.